Welcome back, my friends, to Kusan's Corner. I'm your host, Brad Rothwell. Thanks for stopping in again. Today, we will take our first step into the Dragons part of Dungeons & Dragons, as we discuss the Dragonborn. Born of dragons, as their name proclaims, the Dragonborn walk proudly through a world that greets them with feral incomprehension. Shaped by draconic gods or the dragons themselves, dragonborns originally hatched from dragon eggs as a unique race, combining the best attributes of dragons and humanoids. Some dragonborn are faithful servants to true dragons, others form the ranks of soldiers in great wars, and still others find themselves adrift with no clear calling in life. So says page 32 of the Player's Handbook. Proud Dragonkin, Self-Sufficient Clans Dragonborns look like dragons. They're tall, muscular, scaled, with dragon features. To any dragonborn, the clan is more important than life itself. Dragonborns owe their devotion and respect to their clan above all else, even the gods. Each dragonborn's conduct reflects on the honor of his or her clan, and bringing dishonor to the clan can result in expulsion and exile. They're uncommon. You know, it's not every day you see a dragon walking around on two legs. Because of this, some people might treat them with suspicion or even open hostility. Others may somewhat worship them. It's hard to say for sure. What we do know, according to the Dragonborn traits, found on page 34 is they get an ability score increase to their strength of 2 and to their charisma of 1. Their age is this. Young dragonborns grow quickly. They walk hours after hatching, attain the size and development of a 10-year-old human child by the age of 3, and reach adulthood by 15. They live around 80 years. Alignment? Dragonborns tend to the extremes, making a conscious choice for one side or the other in the cosmic war between good and evil represented by Bahamut and Tiamat, respectively. Or if you're in the Dragonlance setting, Tachesis and Paladine. Most Dragonborns are good, but those who side with Tiamat can be terrible villains. Size, Dragonborns are taller and heavier than humans, standing well over 6 feet tall and averaging almost 250 pounds. Even that said, their size is medium. They have a base walking speed of 30 feet. Draconic Ancestry. You have Draconic Ancestry. Isn't that a bit redundant? Choose one type of dragon from the Draconic Ancestry table. Your breath weapon and damage resistance are determined by the dragon type, as shown in the table. If you don't have the player's handbook, I will read it to you. So, the Draconic Ancestry, you have a ancestor that was a black, blue, brass, bronze, copper, gold, green, red, silver, or white dragon. So if you choose the black dragon, your damage type and resistance are acid. Your breath weapon is a 5 by 30 foot line and requires a dexterity saving throw. For the blue and bronze dragons, your damage type and resistance are lightning, meaning your breath weapon does lightning damage and you are resistant to lightning damage. They both have a 5 by 30 foot line, also requiring a dex saving throw. If you choose Brass Dragons, it's a 5 by 30 foot line, requiring a Dexterity saving throw. Your damage type and resistance are Fire. For Copper, 
its acid damage and resistance in a 5 by 30 foot line with a dexterity saving throw. The remaining dragons all shoot out a 15 foot cone requiring either a dexterity saving throw or a constitution saving throw. The gold and red dragons have damage type of fire and require dexterity saving throw. The green dragon background or ancestry requires a constitution saving throw for poison damage. Silver and white dragons have a damage type and resistance of cold and require a constitution saving throw on their 15 foot cone. So with your breath weapon, you can use your action to excel destructive damage. Your draconic ancestry determines the size, shape, and damage type of the exhalation, which we went over already. When you use your breath weapon, each creature in the area of the exhalation must make a saving throw, the type of which is determined by your draconic ancestry, dexterity, or constitution. The DC for the saving throw equals 8, plus your constitution modifier, plus your proficiency bonus. A creature takes 2d6 damage on a failed save and half damage on a successful one. Now, this actually just came up at my last game night. We have a newer player who, when one of my bad guys made a save, she was going to roll half damage, and she began to roll only half the dice. That's not, that's not how you should do it, <laughs> because you're really kind of nerfing yourself. Um... So you don't, instead of rolling 2d6, you don't roll 1d6. You roll the 2d6 damage, and then you half the total. Now, getting back to your breath weapon, the damage does increase at 6th, 11th, and 16th level. You get 3d6 at 6th level, 4d6 at 11th level, and 5d6 at 16th level. After you use your breath weapon, you can't use it again until you complete a short or long rest. Your damage resistance is the same type of damage you deal in your breath weapon. For languages, you can speak, read, and write common and draconic. Draconic is thought to be one of the oldest languages and is often used in the study of magic. The language sounds harsh to most other creatures and includes numerous hard consonants and sibilants. To me, it reminds me of the Navajo language, or possibly, if you're familiar with any other Native American languages, it might be similar to that. My grandmother grew up on the Navajo reservation, and I was fortunate enough to hear Navajo spoken, and that's what it makes me think of. Now, you know, draconians are big, but that doesn't mean you have to be a fierce warrior type, though Joel Manginello does a really good job of that with his dark paladin, Archon the Cruel. He does a fantastic job of representing a dark paladin of, of uh, Tiamat. Now, in Critical Role Season 1, or Campaign 1, I should say, at the beginning, uh, there was a dragonborn Tiberius Stormwind. He was a sorcerer with the draconic ancestry background, obviously, and he was a lot of fun. But that's not to say you can't have a you know, black dragonborn assassin, maybe. Maybe you want a rogue that's a dragonborn. Dragonborns are really cool. I mean, they, they can be a lot of fun being an outcast character, something that's not necessarily welcomed or trusted by a lot of folks. You have a lot of great RP potential there as well. So if you like the idea of being, you know, Dragonborn, just do it and make it your own. Until next time, keep your head shielded from intellect devourers.